If you've been looking for a comprehensive Bible school curriculum that explores redemptive realities in Jesus Christ grounded in the Word of God, look no further. The goal of this podcast is to spread the life-transforming Word of God throughout the world for the equipping of the saints to do the work of the ministry and to build up the body of Christ in what Jesus has accomplished for us through His death, burial, resurrection, and seating at the right hand of God the Father. There's such an untapped potential for Christians to enter into their glorious inheritance in Jesus Christ. Together we will discover what Jesus has done for us by providing such a great salvation and how to appropriate the promises of God in our lives. Jesus said in John chapter 8 verse 31, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples, and then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Each podcast season will cover one of the books that I have compiled over the years. You can find a complete listing of my Christian education material on my website at www.wordinspire.com. You're welcome to download these ebooks for free in PDF format for your own personal or ministry use. So let's explore these biblical truths and principles together that will absolutely transform our lives. God bless. Welcome to the Gospel series, The Discourses of Jesus, Judging Others, referenced in Matthew chapter 7, verse 1 through 6, Luke chapter 6, verse 37 to 42. The theme, we reap what we sow, so let's treat others in the manner we want to be treated. The context, a continuation of his Sermon on the Mount, addressing the hypocrisy of human nature. Matthew chapter 7, verse 1, Jesus said, Do not judge or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother or sister's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother or sister, let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite! First take the plank out of your own eye, Then you will be able to see clearly to remove the speck from your brother or sister's eye. Do not give dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. If you do, they may trample them under their feet and then turn and tear you to pieces. Not all judgment is bad. There is a righteous judgment that God gives that is perfect and may appear to be harsh in how the punishment is perceived and given out. When God judges... It's because men and women are without excuse and no better. They can't plead ignorance. Joshua 23 verse 14 to 16. Luke 19 verse 22. Romans chapter 1 verse 18 to 32. Chapter 2 verse 12 to 16. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 26 to 31. His judgment is based on righteousness and true justice that can never be perverted. John chapter 5 verse 30. 2 Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 5 through 10, Revelation 15 3, 
Chapter 16, verse 4 through 7. Chapter 19, verse 1 through 2. The Lord is faithful to provide a generous period of grace and time for people to repent and change. Genesis 15, verse 16. 1 Timothy 5, 24. Revelation chapter 2, verse 20 to 23. Whether it's nations or individuals, when they fail to repent, judgment comes. Isaiah 13, verse 11 to 13. The Hebrews as slaves in Egypt is one example. Genesis 15, verse 14. What about Sodom and Gomorrah? In Genesis 18, verse 16 to 33. 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 4 through 10. Chapter 3, verse 7. In Jude, verse 7. The Amalekites attacking Israel while in the wilderness. 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 3. So what should we do when we are disobedient? Repent and judge ourselves. 1 Corinthians 11, verse 27 to 33. Ezekiel eighteen twenty three. Do I take any pleasure in the death of the wicked, declares the Sovereign Lord? Rather, am I not pleased when they turn from their ways and live? Another example is found in Jonah chapter 3, verse 3 through chapter 4, verse 11. In John chapter 3, verse 16, we see that in Jesus' first advent or coming, he did not come into the world to judge and condemn it, but to save it. However, in his second advent, he comes to judge the wicked and to rule during the millennial reign. Revelation chapter 19, verse 11 to 21, chapter 20, verse 11 to 15. John chapter 12, verse 47. Jesus said, As for the person who hears my words but does not keep them, I do not judge him, for I did not come to judge the world but to save it. There is a judge for the one who rejects me and does not accept my words. That very word which I spoke will condemn him at the last day. Not only is God the judge of the wicked, but also of his children as well. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 2, chapter 9 verse 27, Romans 14 verse 9 through 13, 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 10 through 15, 2 Corinthians 5 10, 1 Peter 4 17, James 5 9, and 1 John chapter 4 verse 17. Judgment without mercy. James chapter 2 verse 12. Speak and act as those who are going to be judged by the law that gives freedom, because judgment without mercy will be shown to anyone who has not been merciful. Mercy triumphs over judgment. What makes the judgment of others so sinful is when it's handed out with no mercy to help and restore folks from what has taken them captive and in bondage to sin. As we had just examined, God who is a righteous judge always provides people a chance to repent and turn from their wicked ways before handing them over to be punished. Jesus said the measure of severity and scrutiny that we subject others to, we will be held accountable to as well. The principle of reaping what we sow is in play here. Galatians chapter 6 verse 8-9 through 9. Galatians 6 1 Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you who are spiritual should restore them gently. But watch yourself, or you also may be tempted. Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. Note there is no such thing as the gift of discernment, to be able to discern people's characters, faults, and failures. In reality, this is a bad habit of fault-finding and having a critical spirit. Not to be confused with the manifestation of the spirit called discerning of spirits in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10. The Holy Spirit enables folks to see into the spirit realm with this gift or manifestation of the Holy Spirit and have a revelation 
of what spirit is in operation, whether it's God, angels, demons, or human spirits. Matthew 7.5 First take the plank out of your eye, and then you'll be able to see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. I love the comparison Jesus makes between a speck of sawdust versus a plank of timber. It's human nature for folks to be critical of others while giving themselves a pass on morality. There's a big difference between criticizing others' weaknesses and become a servant to help them. In order to be in a position to help others, we must first tend to our own issues first, by grace through faith. 2 Timothy 2.20 In a large house, there are articles not only of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for noble purposes and some for ignoble. If a person cleanses themselves from the latter, they will be an instrument for noble purposes, made holy, useful to the master, and prepared to do any good work. When it's okay to judge. Is there ever a right time to pass judgment on others? I believe the answer to that question is yes. According to the Bible, we'll see some examples. However, when we do so, we must be sure to walk in love and humility. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 15. The spiritual man makes judgments about all things, but he himself is not subject to any man's judgment. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. When we use the word of God in love to assess situations, the Spirit of God will lead us. The Bible is clear that we are not to judge sinners in the world because it's their nature to sin. John chapter 3 verse 16 to 18. Sinners sin because they are sinners by nature spiritually. What they need is to be born again. John chapter 3 verse 3, 2 Corinthians 5:17. There are times when we are to judge and hold other Christians accountable according to 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 1 through 6. This is necessary in order to prevent the infiltration and contamination of sin amongst believers. Consider Ananias and his wife Sapphira in Acts chapter 5 verse 1 through 16. Notice how believers are to treat even Christians who are lazy in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 verse 6 through 15. The subject of church discipline is important. Jesus talked about that in Matthew chapter 18 verse 15 to 17 and 1 Timothy 1:20. Most of the New Testament was written to combat false brothers and teachings. Galatians chapter 1 verse 6 through 9 chapter 2, verse 1 through 5, 1 Timothy 1, 3, chapter 6, verse 3, 2 Peter, chapter 2, 2 John, verse 10 through 11, Jude, verse 3 through 19, Revelation, chapter 2, verse 20 to 23. The entire chapter of 1 Corinthians, chapter 5, addresses immorality in the church. The resolution of this incident was addressed in 2 Corinthians, chapter 2, verse 5 through 11, chapter 7, verse 8 through 12, and chapter 12, verse 20 to 21. 1 Corinthians 5, 12. What business is it of mine to judge those outside the church? Are you not to judge those inside? God will judge those outside. Expel the wicked man from among you. Don't throw your pearls to pigs. Matthew 7, 6. Jesus said, Do not give dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. If you do, They may trample them under their feet and then turn and tear you to pieces. Finally, we see some great words of wisdom given by Jesus when it comes to handling sacred things given to you by the Lord. 
This can also apply to whom we share the gospel message with as well. Pearls in the Bible speak of great spiritual truths and realities from God. Matthew 13, verse 44-46 We should exercise wisdom and discretion concerning with whom we share our dreams and the precious things we have received from the Lord. Matthew 13, verse 10-17 through Mark 4, verse 9-12, through verse 24-25 Mark chapter 8 verse 17 to 21, Luke 10, verse 23 to 24, John chapter 8, verse 43 to 47, and chapter 13, verse 7. Second Peter chapter 2, verse 20, If they have escaped the corruption of the world by knowing our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and are again entangled in it and overcome, they are worse off at the end than they were at the beginning. It would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than to have known it and then turn their backs on the sacred command that was passed on to them. Of them the proverbs are true. A dog returns to its vomit, and a pig that is washed goes back to its wallowing in the mud. When the Bible talks about dogs or pigs, they are symbolic for wicked people who spurn God. Psalms 22 verse 16 to 20, Philippians 3:12, Revelation 22 verse 15. They can also represent all those outside of the covenant. Matthew 15, verse 26 to 27. In that reference, the Greek word means lapdogs. So bottom line, Jesus is telling us, don't waste your time on people you know will reject what you will say. We are not mandated to force the gospel down people's throats, whether they like it or not. From what I can see in the gospel accounts, Jesus was never under any obligation or compulsion to share with all people spiritual truths. Matthew 16, verse 1 through 4. Neither are we. So let's be led by the Holy Spirit and not by condemnation in sharing the Word of God with others. I highly encourage you to continue listening to the Word of Life study series podcast and encourage your friends to tune in as well. The scriptures encourage us in Acts chapter 17 verse 11 to receive the message with great eagerness and to examine the scriptures every day in order to confirm the truth that you're hearing. God's word is our final authority for all matters that pertain to life and godliness. I'd like to close this episode by praying over you according to Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened, in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and his incomparable great power for us who believe. That power is like the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when God raised him from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in the heavenly realms. Far above all rule, authority, power, and dominion, and every title that can be given, not only in this present age, but also in the one to come. And in chapter 2, verse 6, And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Be blessed and see you soon.